know. Let's go back to a time with, with dial-up internet and yeah. Great. mail mattered. Columbia House yeah. Record Company. Let's yes. bring the BMG music. Yeah. I want to get the new Alanis Morissette CD and go, oh, no, thank you, and send it back. And wait and to no, get... But I, but I only pay a penny for it after yeah. I spent $8. And wait to get credited back your $12.99 after, because yeah. they charge you automatically after that. And I want the credit card machines to be like... Like it'll sound like a gun being loaded. Yeah. It looked like an old... It operated like one of those old washing machines where you had to... Yeah. And you could could ride a stolen credit card for probably months before they figure it out. You could post-date a check and people would honor that. Yeah. Because they couldn't just type it into their machine. Yeah. Now everything's credit on a card and... You either got it or you don't, or you're fucked or you're not, and they know. Right yeah, away. point of point of sale declines. That didn't exist back then. No. Remember I when had to pay. food stamps were a literal stamp? Literally, a, they had a book for them. It was a stamp. You gave them. I missed those stamp. days, being That's poor. The internet. Before you know what I was thinking internet. about the other day while I was pissing of all times. I was pissing, and I was I was thinking about. Uh, I wanted to get the coke that jansen was came on the show to talk about that orange cream orange oh, vanilla which i couldn't know. find so instead i got whatever the fuck this starlight is oh what's that oh but oh there i am but uh, anyway it taste like? i was pissing i don't even know it tastes like bad sprite or bad coke Ew, but i was pissing and i go you know what as an adult i appreciate now how difficult it must have been back in the 90s when they had those caps that would say, you want a free Mountain Dew. Right. And you yeah. would turn that fucker into the cashier. Yeah. That must have been a huge pain in the ass for that cashier and, and whoever collected oh, their sure. tills. Yeah, because I don't think they had a scanner for it. I think they had, like, they had to like, get a book or something and write it in. Yeah. Or send, you had to send it in the mail with all the caps, probably, to get the, to get the check or the redeeming, the redemption checkers. But it wasn't us doing that. It was them. Yeah. Was which them is, a, which is a huge middle finger to any company. And I, I miss the days where the with the um, stickers on like the fry boxes and the, and the cups of soda that would be like you won a free chalupa or you yeah. won a free taco, and it was always cinnamon twists. You never yes. got a taco. It's always cinnamon twists. Even though cinnamon twists, nobody fucking wants them. Yes. Nobody wants them. But then you get them and you eat the whole bag. I will eat down to the powder, and yeah. go. These were gross. Why did I eat them? <laughs> It was like you sprinkled some cinnamon on some cardboard. First, you spit Thanks, on man. it so it sticks to it. Yeah, it was so gross. Thank you for your fake food item. Yeah, bag. <laughs> yeah. Back, yeah, that wasn't even that long ago, honestly. Back in the, like, the McDonald's Monopoly, I don't know if they're still yeah. doing that, but well, I guess that Netflix has a big um, the Monopoly uh, con that happened what? back like 10, 20 years ago. Yeah, it's a huge. It was a huge um, fraud job that somebody did at the McDonald's, and they like stole millions of dollars from them by doing the Monopoly game. Oh, hold on, hold off on that for one second. Yeah. Enclosed is a PDF attachment, a picture of yourself in a boat on a river. It's a river that flows in two directions. Make that three. It's a magic river. That's how. And it's flowing down the Erie Canal to the scary door. That's eerie with two E's. 
Spring in Wonderland, the Twilight Zone review. If only I'd program the robot to be more careful what I wish for. Robot, experience this tragic irony for me. No! Never gets old. No. It never does. And we, I wish we had played that last episode because we talked about Futurama quite extensively. I know. Yeah, well, that, that it brings us full circle. <laughs> well, normally we talk about The Simpsons. So yeah. the odds were good we we're going to talk about The Simpsons, but instead we talked about Futurama. This is true. Welcome to LAW Twilight Zone Review, episode 331, Twilight Zone 1959, 121, Mirror Image Redux. I am Phoenix West, unfortunately. Dick, 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 and Frank is not here again! Again. We're a Frankless. Uh, probably for the benefit of our audience, we are Frankless. What are you talking about? Uh, I don't know, Shaq. Oh, man, Frank, I miss you. I wish you were here because I could tell you about the script uh, from George Lucas. Frank Neal. Frank Neal. Oh. Frank Neal, oh, Linkler, Linker. How do I, how do I, Frank Neal, let's just go with that. Frank Neal. For Keel? For Keel. For Keel. Okay, for Keel. For Kishi. Can I, remember, I just be Kishi? I remember once um, I was at Best Buy and I looked at the lady's badge, young, 20, 18 to 20 uh, black girl, and it said Rikisha. And I was like, that's just Rick and then Isha following it. Yeah. That's not even trying at this point. It's Rick Isha. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that doesn't even sound good. It sounds ugly as shit. Oh, who? Oh, God. What was the... I saw a name and somebody actually had like a number in it. I can't remember what it was. <laughs> Takashi69. It, so I mean, it was bad. It was real bad. Like it, it was embarrassing. I was just like, "Are this? Is this real?" Where are we? Oh, you were telling the Amazon story. Was there more to that? Oh, Netflix. <sighs> Netflix. Netflix. Monopoly. Something. Oh no! Just uh, they did a, uh, a documentary about the um, McDonald's um, Monopoly game. Oh yeah. And it was it was basically a this uh, this uh, crime group cheated on it and they won all the time it was like some inside job and they managed to like con mcdonald's out of millions of dollars or something <laughs> so it was pretty interesting and it was, it was a big deal because the fbi got involved and it, it, i and i don't know if mcdonald's even does monopoly anymore i haven't seen it in a while i don't go to mcdonald's that often but no i haven't been to mcdonald's in a while well their breakfast i just go for their breakfast I the the kid will want some chicken nuggies at, uh, after school or whatever, and I'll go get her some. But I That's don't. It's not bad. You don't get the fries though. You're not a fry McDonald's fry person. I like McDonald's fries. McDonald's yeah. fries are the only good fries. I think honestly, I'm not well, a fry get... guy. Really, you're not a fry guy. Uh, too many times, I like the small thin fries when they're the big fat i'm like there's too much potato in this you, so you don't like a good big old steak fry like I had a steak fries Texas can be good because often they're seasoned yes if it's not seasoned go to fucking hell right yeah i would say that. i think texas roadhouse has a very good steak fry that's seasoned but if you go to burger burger king right those are the worst fries on the fucking planet burger king get your shit together i like a good crinkle cut fry i wish they'd have more of those curly fry but those Curly are all seasoned. They put seasoning on that shit. Well, that's I think Burger that might King's be the like thing. they they have a handful of salt and they go. That's for today. 
That's all you get. And we don't believe in sodium here at Burger King. Yes. Yeah, we're all about nutrition here at this this Burger this King. Fake, this fake Whopper we created. Would you like bacon on that? There's a fucking sign there that says bacon on anything, a dollar. But they care about nutrition, goddammit. Would you like a chocolate donut on that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, try it, sure. A chocolate quesarita b- bologna <laughs> fried Oreo. Well, welcome to Burger King. I love you. <laughs> yeah. It's not uh, far off. Um, no. Okay, so mirror image. Is this your first I, time watching this? You know, honestly, I think, yeah, I, I had not seen this episode. So this was my first time, and I really, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a very good episode. It is a very solid episode. It is It is a quintessential Twilight Zone, I think. I will spoil my, my review or my score. I gave it an 8. Well, yeah, yeah, I'm saying that's on par. It's Again, eight. it is a case of comparing it against itself with Twilight Zone. Right. Yes. That's how I rate TV shows. I go against itself. This is an eight because there are episodes that are better. But eight is a pretty good fucking score for a TV show, if you ask me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this one, it is very similar also to The Hitchhiker, which we previously reduxed. Yes. Very similar premise. And they're very, very clearly based on radio plays. Yes. Especially The Hitchhiker. Which everyone's heard that radio play almost. If you're going to hear a radio play, it's going to be The Hitchhiker. Going my way. Yes, exactly. This is Stacy Keach. Yeah. <laughs> oh, should I play the Stacy Keach intro? Oh, shit. We already did that. Yeah, it's too late for an intro. It's done. We do that later. That'll I be on the next episode. I want to hear Stacy Keach, though. You unlock this door with the key of imagination. That's all I needed to hear. Oh, there you go. Yeah. That was uh, during the 70s, correct? Is that 70s? No, that's, that's 99, 2000, somewhere around there. It was in the 90s? They tried to do a radio show? They redid the radio shows. So there's the original it's... radio shows, which are like, you know, before the series, which are some of the episodes. They're not Twilight Zones. But then they redid some as the, throughout the years. Then in the 90s, Stacey Keach did, uh, they did a whole batch of new ones. Okay. Because um, I know for a fact that in the 70s, like late 70s, maybe mid-70s, they tried to bring radio back. So they had like modern radio shows. It was kind of like the, the original podcast because now everything is radio show because podcasts are everywhere now. So it's like they were trying to do that in the 70s to sort of bring back r- the old school radio shows. Didn't quite take, and I guess now what's funny: the further we get away from the old radio shows, we're revisiting them with podcasts galore, and they're the same fucking idea. They're well, all like radio shows. Yeah, exactly. They're all doing that, and even like it's, the big yeah. ra- big podcasts are doing that. Yeah. Like uh, Welcome to Night yeah. Vale. Yeah, does like an old timey thing. Yeah, they're, they're and they just have a cast of people and yeah. sound effects. Re- and yeah, music, which is which is uh, which yeah. is fine. Because you know yeah. why? It's proven. It works. Yeah. People, and people want, are doing it. People yeah. like old, like, not old, but like, it's simple. It's a yeah. good, uh, how do I, basic storytelling. It's, it's a good way to tell your story. There's not a whole lot going on. It's just uh, voices, sound yeah. effects. You get a story, you're out in 20 minutes. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, I'm looking at this uh, now at the Twilight Zone radio series. Uh, ran from 
ended in 2012. Oh wow! Okay. So apparently this is fairly fairly new. Huh? Ten less than ten years old. Some of these it must have been. It must have been a, a, a NPR thing. So it was um, nationally syndicated radio drama featuring radio play adaptations of the classic television series Twilight Zone, first produced at British BBC Four in, oh. in two thousand two. So that's ten oh, years. Oh, so this is a BBC thing. One hundred seventy-six episodes in all. Wow. Um, yeah, BBC. Um, sound mix was huh. produced uh, in Chicago. Okay, but look at the cast here. They're not like huge stars, but they are interesting. Some of these I actually really want to hear. Yeah, a kind of a stopwatch. Lou Diamond Phillips. Oh. Uh, Lateness of the Hour, starring Jane Seymour and James Keach. Oh, because you're married. Uh, yeah. 30 Fathom Grave, Blair Underwood. We got Ed Begley Jr., Christopher McDonald. Oh. Um, this one really caught my eye. And the reason I brought this up as a cast is The Obsolete Man, my second favorite episode, starring Jason Alexander. That's very interesting. <laughs> that is not what I thought you were going to say. The Bard, the worst episode of the original series, bar none. John, John Rassenberger and Stacey Keach. <laughs> oh my gosh, that makes probably good. Oh my god, we need to listen to this. Just for the audio clips alone. A short drink from a certain fountain, Adam West. Oh my god. Adam Baldwin, James Caviezel. What? Um, Lou Diamond Phillips again, James Seymour, James Keach again. Um... Is James Keach related to Stacey Keach? Younger yeah, brother of Sta- actor Stacey yeah. Keach. Okay. Yeah, I, I assumed as much. I just want to make sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mike Starr. Okay. Yeah. Mike Starr. He's good. dead now, right? No. I thought he died. Isn't Mike Starr the guy from Freaks and Geeks? And, or, or no, he's still Mark alive. Starr? No, he's the guy from uh, Dumb and Dumber. Oh, Mike Starr. Uh, he's yeah. the, the gas man. The yes. character. He's in every movie. He's in almost every movie as well. The Dummy, Bruno Kirby. No, oh. no Time Like the Past, Jason Alexander, Still Valley, Adam West. Oh, um, We're starting to see a lot of repeats here. Um, well, they probably, everyone probably did two, two yeah. episodes because <gasps> they report, could report them back to back in an hour. A terrible episode called The Seventh is Made Up of Phantoms, starring Richard Grieco. Oh my God, that's fitting. Um, let's see here. Micah Rooker does The Grave. That's I'd listen to that. Oh yeah, that'd be a good one. Five characters in search for an exit. Jason Alexander again. <laughs> what? Who else is in that? I don't know. It just says him. It's five characters. <laughs> yeah. The there? Howling Man starring Fred Willard. Luke, oh. per- Luke Perry's in one. Hal oh, Sparks. Ew. In one of the worst episodes, The Mind and the Matter. Wow. Sorry, I'm fascinated by this. I'm going through the whole thing. No, yeah, I'm curious. There's a lot of Lou Diamond Phillips and Ed Bigley Jr., though. They must have been like a big part that of it. That makes this. sense. And they were both in episodes of the 2002, I believe Ed Begley is. I could be I'm wrong. I'm surprised John Lithgow hasn't popped Ooh. up doing this. In His Image, starring John Hurd. Okay, I listened to oh, that. Oh, that would be good. Oh, God. Spur of the Moment, starring Sarah Wayne Callies. Oh. So if you're not sick of uh, her from The Walking Dead, there you go. Jesus Christ, that, that's a oh. from the past. We need to listen to this. The Whole Truth. A bad episode. Starring Henry Rollins. <laughs> no. Oh, here's two. And one of them's really exciting. There's The Chaser starring Stephen Tobolowsky, which makes sense. That is, that's a good one. It's perfect casting, if you ask me. That is perfect, yeah. Shadow Play. Starring 
This is gonna. This is gonna like make me come on my pants. Make some creamy jean soup. Stacey. Ernie Hudson. What? Uh. <laughs> wow. Uh. Ernie Hudson and Shadow Play. More Tobolowski, yeah. more Henry Wonderful. Rollins, uh, Joby Kearney. Who um, else is in Shadow Play? Wade Williams. Uh, all it says is that. Oh, okay. That's if I click on the episode title, it goes to the actual Twilight Zone episode. Oh, so, okay. Uh, Michael York's in The Trouble of Templeton. That sounds about right. So Basil Exposition is in one. <laughs> Great. Let's have sex. Uh, <laughs> Lou Gossett Jr. is in Probe 7 Over and Out. Don Johnson is in two. Sean Astin is in Who Am I? Karen Black's in The Bewitching Pool. Okay. Oh, she's dead. Yeah. Don Johnson, Sean Astin. I'm Karen Black. I'm crazy. D. Wallace. She's probably playing yeah, a mother. She's, she's still alive. She's in an episode called Now You Hear It, Now You Don't, which is not an episode. So, do you think some of these are unrelated or unmade scripts by yeah. Serling? Or... Especially now because Volume 17 has one called. Bwin Japidi with Sean Astin. Uh-huh. One called Miss, Mrs. Pierce is Praying for Me, The Time of Your Life, Ten Days, Snow Angel, The Nanobots. None of them are episodes. All of huh. season 12's is not episodes, or huh. volume 18, I should say. Uh-huh. Oh, it says Christian Stolt. I really thought that said Christian uh, Slater. <laughs> I got excited. Christian Slater. <laughs> I would listen to the shit out of that. Uh, I'm shadow play. It's got, I'm going to be hung again. Do you know what that feels like? Oh, no. The 25th Hour starring Mike Nuss- Nussbaum. Do you think that's the uh, Edward Norton, Spike Lee movie? <laughs> I wonder. <laughs> and then Malcolm McDowell does in the last episode called Another Time, Another Place in Time, and they canceled it. Oh, wow. See, See that's kind of sad. You bring in Malcolm McDowell, you're done. <laughs> you, you kill everything <laughs> you touch. Malcolm McDowell, I'm surprised he's not in the new Munsters movie. Oh, wait, it probably is. Holy shit. The Rob Zombie. Yeah, Rob Zombie needs to ruin more things. That's Rob great. Zombie, Rob Zombie, Michael McDowell are like best buddies. He's in every single one of his movies now. That's because that's because Michael McDowell can't say no. No, he says yes, yeah. I think he's got to have in his, like, I still to this day, one of the best parts of going to the movie theater and watching Doomsday on the big screen is when Michael McDowell, or Michael McDowell shows up as the king I died laughing. That was like one of the greatest movie reveals ever. I don't know what the fuck Doomsday is. Doomsday is a great movie. Yeah, get it. It's on Blu-ray. It's, um, oh God, what's her name? Um, Rona Mitra? Rona Mitra. She's not Kate Beckinsale. She's Rona Mitra. Okay. She's basically a Kate Beckinsale clone. I'm looking it up. Oh, this. Yeah, Doomsday's awesome. Yes, yes, yes. Doomsday's yes. a great movie. One of Bob Hoskins' last movies. Okay. Yes, it's a tear. It's not. It's not a good. It's just an awesome movie. Oh no, it's he lived fun. another six years. Holy shit! Yeah, he died after Huntsman. After uh, the wow, Snow White and the Huntsman movie. A man who was never sober a day in his life, <laughs> as he shouldn't be, and who called the the writer and director of Super Mario Brothers cunts, and he was specifically talking about the woman. Here's the movie we're talking about and the quality con- contained within. <laughs> yep. Oh, she's so hot. Let's put that A cup in the in the back. <laughs> she gets her head cut off real good. And then he puts the the guy as her body and keeps the head on the body and driving the front seat's hilarious. She used to be in stuff. Um, I don't know what's Rhonda She's also in Underworld. <laughs> she's in the, 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 the yeah. She's in the prequel 
Underworld movie. The Life of David Gale, that really boring movie that didn't have a twist. No, Rhodometra's hot. Rhodometra's hot. Yeah, but where do I know her? The Loft? Maybe that's where. She's in other stuff, but yeah, I don't Number know. 23. That's where I know her from the most. Is that what it is? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, she's she's in some cult movies. Get Carter. Beowulf. Okay, 90s. No, never mind. Didn't see that one. Oh, that one. Okay, Twilight Zone. Mirror image. Yes. Um, the point is radio play. This is a perfect episode. <laughs> yes. We're 20 minutes in. We've barely discussed the actual episode. <laughs> Who wants? That's about Doomsday. Oh. <laughs> yeah, this is a good episode to describe how to do voiceover compared to Beyond Belief, Factor Fiction. Yes. Because this is... Not every episode is voiceover of the Twilight Zone. We, in fact, very few are. Also, another episode this reminds me of is the um, the After Hours, the one with their uh, mannequins. Right. Yes. I need a little to, bit of that. I need to change the bottom, don't I? Boom! Boom! Golden symbol. I need my gold sim gold. Beep. Yes. That's, that shadow play Redux. I didn't get a chance to make a mirror image Redux. Oh, well, it doesn't yeah. matter. Um, no, um, it's kind of funny because it's like the first time in, in, in uh, maybe in science fiction or any kind of media, they talk about parallel universes. Okay, I have some as issues a, with as that. A, as a storyline. She brings that up like she read the script that she's in. Yes, yes, she does. I, I, he- I remember hearing something about parallel dimensions and how they're trying to crawl. Right. Like, no, you didn't. No. Yeah. You did not. You did not you're hear just that. A stupid woman. You don't know what you're talking about. Come on. It's the, it's the Go 50s. back to making biscuits and children, <laughs> you fucking, fucking cum dumpster. Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's not true. But it's Vera Miles, who Vera Miles is actually a really famous actress who's in Psycho. She's in a bunch of famous, yeah. good high end stuff. But she was um, in this episode. And I watched this episode twice. I watched it with commentary, without commentary. Yes. Commentary is useless because it was what? the actor. I, I have grand ideas of watching everything with commentary and watching the Blu-rays. I end up watching it on my computer because I have to sneak yeah. it in it way before anyone wakes up or during nap right. time where I don't nap. So, fuck, I got to watch this, you know? Yeah. So, what is there anything of note in the commentary at all? There... <sighs> He talks for probably 10 to 15 minutes of the episode, and the rest is just silence, and it's just the episode. Because he just he kind of says, well, I started out as an actor. I'm a, everybody wanted to be on the Twilight Zone, so I got a chance to be on it. It was wonderful. I always wanted to work with Rob Serling. Rob, Rob Serling. <laughs> Rod Serling? Um, Rod Serling. And he goes, um, he said, like, this is before he became a big star, with his own TV show because he was in two big shows, Adam Twelve and some other show I can't remember off the top of my head. But like one show was off for 112 episodes, Adam Twelve was like 200 episodes. So I think Adam Twelve is another one based on radio program. Probably, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, yeah. But he talked about how like this was back in the day when you could make money as an actor doing yes. television and anthology shows. He said there was actually real good money in it. And to be part of this, and he goes, it's funny because years later, he's talking about because like, he died in 2015. So this, 
this uh, commentary is from like the DVDs. Yeah, a lot of them are. In fact, yeah, almost all, all, all of all them, them are. are. Yeah, because they're dead. Everybody. Well, every once in a while, dead. you'll get one with uh, Martin Graham, the guy who did yeah. the book, and it, that those are newer. Right. But yeah, Adam Twelve was a huge show back in the day. Yeah, he said he usually gets uh, if people recognize him, they always say Adam Twelve, his other show and Twilight Zone. But he says Twilight Zone out of everything that he's done. I mean, that was one of the smallest things he's done. But he still gets talked about in the street for it, and then he tried to plug. He was plugging his his radio show in his website, which was hilarious. Oh my god, Dick! Oh my god! Full circle. Full circle again. Ready? Whatever. Whatever. Martin Milner, the guy we're talking about. Yes. Adam Twelve. Ready? Adam Twelve. Diagnosis murder. Murder. She wrote. Bloop, bloop, bloop. Robocop TV series. You gotta be shitting me. I wish I was, but oh, he's also wow. on Life Goes On with Corky. <laughs> but oh my God, Robocop. <laughs> wow. That nobody knows about the Robocop TV show. No. But the director of our last episode might have directed the uh, the main actor of this show, which was twenty something years prior. That is uh, that is actually crazy. That yeah. is, and it's one of the last things he did. What a small world. Here's how we find out. Let's look for nope, TJ Scott. Nope, damn. That would have, like, oh, man, that would have been perfect. A little, oh. Well, now your head would have exploded. Your eyes would have bled. So yeah, maybe, maybe it's better it didn't happen. Maybe it's better it didn't I mean, Like, I opened the Ark of the Covenant. I don't I don't want that to happen. Or I chose the wrong no. cup. Well, what had happened was you would have, uh, another version of you would be right next to you and start running away laughing. Oh, I thought it was a Beowulf. I got excited again, but it's Airwolf. Oh, God. Airwolf, yeah. With, with... No, he did a lot of TV. This guy was a TV actor. Oh, yeah, holy shit. He is a total TV guy. Yes, continuing off what you're saying, the Twilight Zone has fan. That's why I, that's why I watch it, and that's why yeah. I watched it when I was a kid. And I was like, it, it stands, it, it is going to stand the test of time. Oh, absolutely, yeah. So if if all TV shows ceased right now, and we still lived though, like this show would stick around for a good yeah. long time. Oh, it, it would be yeah, one yeah. of the last ones out there. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it's, if you had the complete set on Blu-ray, you would be worshipped as a god. Yeah, it would be a currency. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. You got the you got the fucking tell you the Savalas doll episode on DVD Blu-ray? I do, man. Oh, fuck here. Here, I'll whip up my dick and you can Mint. <laughs> suck my dick. You it's want mint, it? so suck my dick like it's a mint. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like oh. you very much. I'm just kidding. Oh. It's the uh it's the Karen Black doll one. <laughs> no <laughs> Or it's it's the Tales from the Hood. Yeah. Doll one. Have fun. Ha ha! My dick sucked. You can't uncome in your mouth. Ha <laughs> It's like uh, one, of the, one of the better uh, post-apocalyptic movies, Ring of Fire, with Christian Bale and dragons. Oh, God. I never saw Where that. In, in, in the movie, he's, uh, he's playing uh, with Gerard Butler as his buddy. So they're doing reenactments on stage for the children. And so they did Empire Strikes Back, and they were doing this scene where, really? Luke, I'm your father. And all the kids go, oh, no. And then they go, did you write that? He says, of course I did. <laughs> I remember you telling me about that in in, in L.A., and I was like, no, why would I watch that? Oh, Ray of Fire is not good. But it was not- us and Perry, and we were just, you guys were discussing that, and I'm like, this movie sounds <laughs> fucking awful. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, it was up. It's, it, was, it had just come out not that long. Before Six point we two. Yeah, it was two thousand two. Two thousand two. Because I saw it in the theater, right before I, I went to LA. Yeah. I saw that. It was. Yeah. yeah, I still haven't seen it. 
Anything with dragons, I'm amazed I watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> the, I'm amazed you watched it too. The fact that they, well, part of the reason I watched it is because they go, there's no more, there's no dragons still. I go, oh, I'm on board then. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have time to get invested in the storyline before the fucking dragons show up to ruin it for me. Right. Turns out the dragons don't matter anyway. No. They didn't matter at all. They got killed and ran away and didn't do nothing. There's one cool shot where he goes, and it knocks down the wall. And that was all I enjoyed about the dragons. Yeah, that's about all they were good for. And then when the one goes down in the ice and then comes out with blue eyes, I was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Only thing I liked about the dragons were those two scenes. Yeah, yeah, and then they got killed easily. Well, that and there's one nudie scene with the dragons. Well, no, they weren't even there. It was when they burned her alive. She comes yeah, out. yeah. She, well, she has no clothes because her clothes get burnt. Yeah, that was it. Because Targaryens can survive fire. Whatever. Frank talks to me endlessly about the lore of that show, and I go, "It doesn't it's... matter if it's not on the show." You're not wrong. That's how I always felt about fan fiction bullshit, or like the book series, like Star Trek has a big problem with that. Star Wars. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, I don't read that shit. Well, the book, no, no. I didn't. I, I didn't read a book. Yeah. I watched the movie. It doesn't say yeah. that, therefore, it doesn't happen. And you know who also says that? The people who make the movies. Yes. Like Lawrence Kasdan on Solo was like, "What? What's canon? I don't know what that means. Like, go away. Like, these are movies. No, thank you. I'm not going to tie this into something that happened in some book that some other writer wrote that's nothing to do with my story. No, canon is separate to me. Separate. So if it's a book, yeah. that's a different canon. Yeah. You want to follow universe. that canon? Great. I'm not putting no. down the books. I'm just saying you can't yeah. use the book logic for anything not in the movie. And and plus, also, they can't do it because they had a series of books and they got rid of all of them. They retconned all of them. So it's like, well, you had a mythology and then you threw it away because it's not real. All the so books sound care. more interesting than the some, cart- of the books. some of the cartoons, the follow-ups I hear about, I'm like, oh, that sounds more interesting than the movies, some of the movies. No, the, the Clone Wars and Rebels yeah. and Bad Batch are actually better than the movies, yeah. Bad Batch like, actually looks dead. good to me, and I might Bad actually Batch watch is, it. Bad Batch is surprisingly good. Yeah. Bad, I, I, did, I waited until it was done, so I, could, I didn't want to wait and watch them one at a time. I just kind of binged them, and they were actually really enjoyable. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. It's, uh, this is interesting. I might watch it. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's good. It's worth watching. I still haven't watched uh, Mandalorian. Or no, I watched that. I haven't watched the uh, Boba Fett book of Boba, Boba Fett. Fett. I don't know what bitched. Everybody wh- bitched about it. So why the whatever. fuck are you calling it a book when it's a TV series? I have no idea. Well, whatever. And, and Boba Fett's not in two episodes because they did Mandalorian episodes. Wow, which were awesome. Which were awesome. Everybody loved <laughs> yeah. them. No, like everybody, everybody went ape shit for those episodes, and then Boba Fett comes back, and you, again. Full circle. Guess who directed three episodes of the Book of Bubba Fett? Robert, Robert Rodriguez. Rodriguez. Yeah. And they're the three weakest episodes oh, of the great. series. So he got a lot of flack for it. I think there was a Twitter, um, a Twitter thread basically saying Robert Rodriguez should not be allowed to direct Star Wars ever again. <laughs> Which is not fair to him because he did do a good Mandalorian episode with Boba Fett in the second season. The one where Bofit came back 
Yeah, yeah. And it was it was fat, fat. He was just he's an older guy. And he's he's, he's sixty five years he's old. He's sixty five. He's like, what do you want? Like he's in good shape for sixty five. Oh yeah. He's just a, he's a big guy. He's like a linebacker. I won't live to sixty five. <laughs> he looks great for sixty five. He's a he's a sex pot at sixty five. I already get, I already like made those videos for my kids. I'm like, hey, congratulations on graduating high school. I I was your dad. Oh my. You God. might not recognize. I made those just, videos. Just my, like my life, like the, the Michael Keaton movie, they make you cry. <laughs> when you teach him how to shave. Yeah, exactly. You're going to teach him how to shave and you're dead. Just, but it wasn't because of cancer, it was just because of drinking. <laughs> and it was, and you're not even really dead, you're just in the back room somewhere. Let me tell you about carbs. <laughs> I, hey, I'm gonna... Dad, I'm watching a video of you in the other room. When so you're, you're going to watch eventually Phantom of the Opera and you're going to be like, is that where my dad is in the bowels of our house <laughs> with half a mask on and, and weird shenanigans going on trying to ruin our lives? Yeah, that's me. The answer is yes. Um, so don't come down to the, in the crawl space. So I guess what I'm saying is I, you know, I love you. Yeah. Hold on. Are the, are the air quotes in, in are, they, are they closer? Can you see okay. that? Yeah, you there we go. Okay. I love you. <laughs> Sorry, you, sorry, you. Take twenty-seven. All right, let's try. I'm gonna get this right shit. eventually. <laughs> uh, uh, leave the shit. dozen donuts by the crawl space uh, so I can get to them. Feed Daddy his porno. Um, <laughs> he's lonely back there. There's I only so many you. walls you can fuck. <laughs> I want <coughs> you to get get Daddy the Adam Wilcox porno collection. Yeah, in the back room next to the Ecto One. This video is in case you guys moved in the in the in the next twenty years. Please move back. I'm very lonely, um, and I I need someone to feed me my stuff. Because right now I'm living like the boy in the movie The Boy, and it sucks. Though unlike The Boy Two, where I am actually an <laughs> a evil demon demon possessing a yeah. doll, or or the movie The Pact. What was that one? I, I like that one. That's a good is movie. That a, is that a Bloomhouse movie? No. No, that's it cool. sounds familiar. The pact is good. Then they made the pact, pact two for some fucking reason. Oh, was the pact on Netflix? Yes. And it was the guy living inside the house. Yes. Okay. And I, he has I, different I, color I, eyes, and she does. Yeah, 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 it's her yeah. dad. Yeah, I liked it. The pact I didn't, two I, had Casper Van Dien. The pact two is fucking terrible, but yeah. the pact one I liked because I that's thought I was gonna right. hate it. Yeah. Wow, that's a black shit. I and then there's the one about the family. Where they're that's, all they're all together in the poster. Um, Starts with uh, a P. Home, homebound. Oh yeah, Homebound. You're right. That's a good movie. That's that's fun. a good one. That's a good one. Turns out, two out of three movies about people living in walls. Oh, then there's Gary Busey uh, in Hider in the House. I don't remember. Not that. a good one. That poster uh, people, is terrifying. Uh, People Under the Stairs is pretty good. That movie's awful. I, I think that's a classic. <laughs> that's 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 like a cult classic, I think. How terrifying is this poster? Keep in mind, Gary Busey's living in your walls. Oh, that's really bad. Is that what that movie... It was Mimi Rogers? Oh my god, I, I want to watch this movie. Look at this. Is she, is she getting naked in that? No, I think it's a TV movie. Or HBO movie? <laughs> <laughs> They'll put titties in HBO. Rated R. Oh, yes! Hide her in the house. I gotta find it. Mimi Rogers. Oh, man, I can watch her all day. Oh, I put a D that in there. That was like a, a late 80s, early 90s hot. 
Look at that. Oh, man. Andy she Garcia. Was, oh. She was Mrs. Tom Cruise for a time. And then that one lady was. That random redhead lady. Yeah. And now he's... They're trying to get some other fake actress to be his wife. Wow. She's in Dumb and Dumber 2. Was she really? Apparently. Oh, my God. Oh, I never, I never Mirror saw Image. That. Holy shit. Um, yeah, good episode. <laughs> this is often our Redux episodes, because we already talked about it. And, I mean, it's well, great. I think this one, this one has the best, like, <laughs> I just love the fact that, well, she's got, she's not really offending me in any way, but let's call the cops and have her taken away for life in the institution. They don't just take her away. Crazy. They grab the bitch and go, they get in the fucking car. And throw her in a police car because he says, I have a friend that will pick us up and take us to the airport. If you would like to, I can help you. So he basically sets her up without any, re- like, I don't know how he has the power to do that. <laughs> yeah. she's a, she doesn't, he doesn't know her. I guess it was uh, one of those 5150 holds back in the day. I guess. It's like, hey, yeah. some woman's bothering me by saying she's in a, so I don't know what she's talking about. She's just drunk. Uh, you know Get what I think the here. conversation was? There's a woman talking about science. Yeah, Get yeah, I know, I know. I know. Uh, hold on. I'm on your. I'm a man. I'm on your side. Okay, please, we'll be there man. In Twenty seconds. So you're right outside already. Okay, great. Yeah, no, definitely talking about science. There wouldn't have yeah. to be a color fellow there too. Really. There be- Unfortunately, no. But uh, oh. I'll look around. I do a couple of glances around. But I really doubt it. This is New York, after all. There's no black people here. Anyway, well, so, call us later when it's a color fellow. Yeah, I will. But right now, she's talking about science. Can you come by and get her? I already sent out two units. We're gonna all right, I'm gonna get outside. Can you grab her real aggressively? Oh, absolutely. Okay, good, good. Again, talking about science. Science is not acceptable. All right, thank you so much. I'm white, too. Bye. Oh, thank God. Praise white God. Yes. She goes outside, and they're just like, and he's just like, I have nothing to do with this. I have nothing to do with this. And he looks ashamed. He does. I don't have a friend. Well, it reads as, obviously, it's supposed to read as, I feel bad that I had to do this to her, and I, I want her to be well. Right. But also there's like, he doesn't like say goodbye or explain himself. He just stares at the ground like, uh, not me. Nope. It just nope. Re- it reminds me of the Simpsons where, he, where, where Bart's being taken away. I told you, look at the bus. I told you, right or wrong, your behavior was disruptive. How, how about you should spend the rest of your life in a mental institution to think about it? I remember that episode. What episode? That was Halloween Halloween episode. With the troll, with the gremlin. It's a gremlin okay, inside the okay. bus. Yeah, yeah, got you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The Nightmare 20,000 feet spoof. Yep. Yeah. No, that's why, that's why it's hilarious. All right, so here is a really good shot in this episode where she goes into... Okay, I'll do the glossiest of glossovers at the beginning. It's really simple. She's at a bus station. They're going to Buffalo, if I remember correctly. Um, They're... She is. She goes up to the ticket guy or the guy running the the train station. She's like, "How much longer?" Because that's like an hour late. And he goes, "Same thing I told you five minutes ago, you dumb bitch. Yeah. It's uh, it'll be here when it be here." And she's like, "I this is my first time coming up here, good sir. Don't call me a bitch. I don't know I am. I'm talking about science. I need to be put away." 
And he's like, yeah, and he sit down. And then she eventually gets back up, and her bag, her bag changes like it's gone. And then she goes yeah, in the women's room. Behind the counter. And she talks to this frumpy lady. And she's like, man, the man out there said I already talked to him. Even though I haven't. She's like, ma'am, you were here about 20 minutes ago. I already heard this story. Can we not? She's like, everyone here keeps saying I talked to them, but I didn't. And it, you know what's going on. Like, it's pretty obvious. Obviously, it's going to be real. But yeah. she uh, she looks outside and she sees herself here. Anything wrong with you people? You need some sleep or something. I... Yeah, <gasps> mirror trick. The split image. It's a good the shot, though. Yeah, a lot of a lot of reprojected uh, images in this episode. Is this reprojected? This seems more I, like I think uh, so. superimposed. Well, Later, I it's, it's, it's rear projected because uh, I, th- I feel like that's a separate screen behind the frumpy lady. It would be easier to do rear projection. It just it looks it if it is rear projection it looks really fucking good though. It's very nice. Like normally it's overblown, like yeah. with too much light. This looks amazing. Yeah. Like the lighting is exact. Yeah, it looks really. But then good. again, this is probably Blu-ray rips. So it's a lot cleaner than it was probably fifty years ago. Well, I saw it on, um, you know, I saw it on old black and white TV, or you know, back in the day, and looked, looked good then. Like, hey, it works. Do you remember what it looks like? Yeah, I remember this shot being like, whoa, fuck. <laughs> like, there's some shots of this of this series I remember as a kid, and this is one of them. Because they do this, they revisit this again at the end with Sam Mercer or whatever his name is running. And at first, I was like, that's not him, is it? So I guess it is him, but it doesn't really look like him. But they must have reversed the footage and then reprojected because they, they got the clock right. Yeah, I don't know. Either way, good fucking job for 1960. Oh, yeah, it's wonderful. February 26, 1960. And then she freaks out. Yeah. But I really do like this episode. It's 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 well done, and it it's such a simple story that it it feels like it should outstay its welcome about eight minutes in. Right. But it doesn't. It holds my interest the whole way through. Yeah, it's very good. It's a very nicely plotted out, paced episode. Like, every shot is really good. It like, builds. this. Yeah. I, lo- I like the the depth of field here. It's a he's yeah. in shot. Who, direct, who directed this episode? John Bram. But what like, else like, has he done? They're both super in focus here. Yeah. Everything looks great. This is amazing that they shot this in 1960. On on such a quick schedule they had back then. Yeah. Because imagine, like, like sitcoms now are rushed, but they're shooting on digital. Like, they can... They don't have to load a camera. Yeah, yeah. Like, back then, they shot on film. Like, that, the projection, like, really... Production really had to move along. Yeah. And everything looks great. Yeah. Like, it's shot like a movie. Yeah. But John Bram also directed. I'll pull that up in a second here. I'll stop screen sharing. Oh, this guy. I recognize him. Ooh. He directed some movies I never heard of. Six episodes of The Girl from Uncle. And eight episodes of The Man from Uncle. Wow. Uh, Alfred Hitchcock Hour, five episodes. Twilight Zone, 12 episodes. Whoa. By the way, Die in 82. So he didn't do a whole yeah, lot after this. Wow. He did. Okay. This is a good dude director to talk about, actually, because he's all over the place. First episode, Time Enough at Last. One of the classics. 
That's the Burt's Where, Marathon. Yeah, right? where his glasses fall off. Oh, right, and yeah. we'll talk about that in our next episode as well. Oh, wow. Yeah. That, oh, wow. Okay. That's, that's Second like episode, top, Judgment, top Night. Judgment Night. Judgment Night, solid episode. That's the one about the Lusitania or yes. the U-boat? No, the U-boat. That's the one. U-boat on the, one. Yeah, they were the German guys on the, on the ship. Yes. Yes. Third episode, The Four of Us Are Dying, an episode I really enjoy, and it's really, really well directed. The Four of Us Is Dying. The, the guy shapeshifts his face and keeps shapeshifting based on posters he's looking at, and it gets him in trouble. So. It's a good episode. Uh, yeah. I haven't seen that one. When we get to it, you'll you'll like it, I, I yeah. promise. Mirror Image, this one. Yeah, that's a good a one. A nice place to visit, a really good one. That's the one where he, no, no, this isn't heaven. This is the other place. Oh, okay, he's, yeah, he's that's, winning that's a good everything. One. Good one. That's a fun. That's a fun one. Yeah, Mr. Like Dingle one. the Strong. Not no a good episode. Nobody likes that episode. But memorable aliens, which will also be in our next episode. Shadow play. Did he direct Shadow play? Shadow play. Wow. Another episode I love. Person or persons unknown. The reason this podcast exists because of the scene where he goes, I'm going to find one of those clues. Yeah. Oh, my God. This that, guy is, this guy might be the Twilight Zone director. I, I'm realizing now he is. Wow. And then he did Young Man's Fancy. Oh. Um, an episode where the guy fantasizing, fantasizes about being a child with his mommy and breastfeeding at age 12 or whatever. <clears throat> and then he did. Season four episode called The New Exhibit, which is really fucking good. I love it. Uh, Most people kind of go, that's good. It's one of the stronger season four, especially, but I really do love that episode. That's an hour hour episode? Yeah. He gets a, he he has a, like a Madame Tussaud, has the wax figures in his basement. They're all killers. And he goes like, I love that episode. It's my. That is a good one. Yeah, I remember that one. That's a good one. It's my second favorite of season two. Oh, season wow. four, sorry. Yeah, that is a good one. I yes. forgot about that one, yeah. It's one I remember from a ch- from childhood, and I was yeah. like, oh, I love this episode. Because yeah, that's when he makes his wife a wax figure, right? He's no, no, no. Or, or he becomes, he becomes one, one by himself. And when we did the review for that, Frank horribly misinterpreted what happened. Oh, wow. But yeah, check that out. He also did You Drive, an okay-ish know. episode. You Drive? Yeah, the... He he hit a kid on a, with his car. The car haunts him the rest of the episode. It's like a failed, I don't know, anything with a car in this show that is suck at. Huh. <clears throat> and he did Queen of the Nile, an okay episode from season five. That's not a, yeah, it's all right. It's fine. That one was fine. Like, yeah. not great. It's one of my favorite uh, Filthy Twilight Zones. Because yeah, I have the moment one. where I go, where she's like, the mom leaves the room, and then there's a silence, and she goes, in my in my filthy twilight, she goes, "Fuck her," yeah. But she says, <laughs> yeah. "Forget her," but it right, works yeah. so well. Oh, the the timing <laughs> is perfect. <laughs> yeah, I almost want to play that again, just that one part, but I won't. That's his last episode, but wow. damn, what, that's a good, that's a good run. That is a good run, right? Out of twelve, I love that's pretty, yeah. eight of them. That's pretty solid, right there. That, What's yeah. his name again? John Bram. John Brown. I'll show you a picture here, and I guarantee you recognize him from something. I can't figure it out. He's talked to Richard Donner's cousin, is it? Yeah. Don't you recognize this? Little little Donald Pleasancy. 
with Bella Lugosi. That is the day. douchiest fucking photo you could take back then. This one. <laughs> I'm trying to explain a scene. That's almost here. as. Yeah. yeah. Or what if he? That's just he had a stroke. And that's so he can't control himself. He looks like everyone's bowling buddy back in the that's back in the day. Oh, I mean, what? How he died in 1982? He died in 19. Uh, let's go back to him. What's his sad story? 82. Oh, God. What's his sad story? Oh, shit. What's his sad story? Undisclosed. Oh, death? Oh, he was oh, old. He was 90, almost. Oh, really? Holy shit. Yeah, he's an old school dude. Well, hell, he, then he fucking... I bet you he smoked every day directing episodes. It would be 90. Probably ate red meat like a real man. I want to know when he started. 1936. Yeah, wow, he had a good read. The Lodger isn't that a, a Hitchcock or Hitchcock movie? I don't know. The Lodger. So he, he these were all like B movies back in the day, and he directed a bunch of B movies. Is that what it looks like? That's what he did. There's a Hitchcock it's movie Hitchcock. called The Lodger. I swear. You're not wrong. You're probably right. There it is. The Lodger story. Okay, so different. Subtitle. This was added on way after. All right. Why do I know that? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. Um, Man, look at that. Just everything. Playhouse 90. Is this Rod? I wonder if that's where he met Rod. Nope. So I I hope our viewers, if you're into Twilight Zone, you're into this shit. So now join us for this journey because I'm this guy's fascinating me now. He really yeah. didn't do a whole lot, like, later. Naked City, which I... That was also a radio play, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Alcoa Premiere. We have not done Alcoa Premiere, but we also did another Alcoa show, remember? On the uh, LAW Anthology Series, the Alcoa Goodyear Theater. Yeah. I Always the worst time. Oh, it's horrible. He did Outer Limits, two episodes of that. Oh, okay. The Naked... Yeah, this is definitely a radio program. Naked City Radio Program. Yeah, police drama. Who cares? Okay. Yeah, uh, I don't feel like looking through the fucking Wikipedia. That's the last one. Yeah, that, that's Nobody where you cared. get lost. Yeah. Thriller. He did 12 episodes of that. Working. Alfred Hitchcock presents 10 episodes of that. Yeah. Okay. The guy fucking worked. Wait a minute. He didn't direct the episode no, we watched. The, I, of it. Very first thing I looked at right there. Yeah, I, I said saying, that. If he, he did that, if he I did, I would I would suck this guy's dead dick. Oh yeah, but my, he my, did my not. head would have exploded. Would Adam would have to blow his great. ghost. <laughs> yes, Adam, take care of that guy for me. Service him for me. I'll give you a dollar. Oh man, Sh- Slits Playhouse. <laughs> All right, Lux Playhouse. Yeah, yeah, he did a lot of those. Uh, anthology series back in the day but holy shit he did yeah. shadow play that's all you need to know yeah damn solid. i, I really solid. didn't know i never looked into that yeah. good for him you forget that those episodes are directed by other directors and yeah they're written by rod and yes that you're going off of the you know the directions of the script with a writer especially on a show that he basically owns but still these guys know how to move a camera edit cut because they're just old school directors who are cinematic well tv was just starting out so we didn't have 
TV shots. Like, you know. And that's why I tried so hard to explain to Adam and Frank why Frankenheimer is so important. Right. He invented a lot of that shit. Yeah. Like, the angles he did were the first people to do those angles. Right. So that's why I find it so fascinating, because in the 50s and 60s, he's doing, like, wide angles in the corner of the room. Right. And this shit never happened. But the reason I bring that up is because we're doing um, episode 350 of this show. We're doing the silence redux, which is in my top five as well. Mm. And that is shot so goddamn well. Right. If nothing else, if you get nothing else out of that episode, the the cinematography is amazing in that episode. Just the shot composition is is incredible. And I don't really say that uh, that often with a Twazin episode. They're usually like, okay, like good, but that yeah. one that one looks unique. And it's just like them in a room, but like every shot looks different. I don't know. I love it. Right. Um. At one point, the guy because there's a guy that shows up and he's like. He tries to fix her problems because he's a man and she's a woman. So he has Damn to fix right. her problems because she's a woman. She can't do it herself. Oh, no. And then he, like, seems to have, like, supersonic hearing because he, he has the whole plot. Like, he read the script like she did and he knows exactly what's going on. Right, yeah. And he's like, hey, okay, well, let's figure this out. And they try to figure it out. And then she brings up, oh, I remember I heard a story once about alternate dimensions and people right. will cross over. And I'm like, oh, what are the fucking odds that you know exactly what's happening right now? It's it's like it's only there to shave off screen pages. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, but she, I mean, they set it up pretty well where it's like little things at first. And you think she's crazy, but then she sees her double and the double on the bus. And then, like, you know, they arrest her, take her away. And then the big reveal is when Sam Mercer's double comes up and it basically starts running away and he chases after him. It was the, the most That's some rear screen. That is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. It almost seems like it's another actor, but it's him. It's two of them. And it's, it's just, it's a good reveal, but well, the, it's kind of goofy. The reason I say I give the kudos there to the rear projection in the last shot is because it looks really good. And then you get to this. It doesn't look terrible, but it's clearly his, reprojection. And he's right, going, he comes they, running into his frame. Yeah. And it's supposed to be the same person, but they run like very differently. The one guy well, It's like, like a goofy version. He's like... And I guess Jordan Peele said this is the episode that... Us. Uh, in, uh, create, well, yeah, he did us. Yeah, us, which is that, very. And similar. that's why I love us so much. Yeah, <laughs> like I said, I I told you about it before. I'm like, that's the Twilight Zone movie. Oh, well, absolutely. That's yeah. a better Twilight Zone movie than the Twilight Zone movie. Than 2020 Twilight Zone. And she got robbed of a fucking Oscar, if you ask me. Oh yeah, God, she's so good in that. All right, here's the reveal. Okay, so he had her taken away. I'll show that in a second. Here, where they shove her in a, in a squad car, <laughs> but. And then he goes in the bathroom. He's like, oh, I had to put that bitch in a squad car. She's talking yeah. about science. What am I supposed to do? What's a man to do? And then he sees himself running out the door with his bag. Yeah. Watch how they run differently. Hey! He's like sarcastically running. And I love yeah. the fact in the very beginning when they... Didn't time it right, so he's like, Whoa! <laughs> "Yeah, he's like really close to the camera." All of a sudden, oh, shit, I missed it. It's really hard to get. 
we go. When he just jolts forward right here. Right. Hey! Ah! Ah! <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, the scene it's where he just, yeah. he teases the shit out of her by going, I'll call a friend from... Uh, right, yeah. Do you want me to call my friend? I will I call will my friend. She's only three numbers on my phone, if you know what I mean. I'll call my yeah. friend. He's given her every chance to go, no, 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 I, I, I'm being crazy, holy shit. But no, she doesn't take right. the bait. Yeah, no. And then he goes up to the ticket dude, this guy, and then he gets the phone, takes her outside. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like he's dropping her off at rehab. Oh, shit. Worse than that. The nut house. Like she doesn't want to go. It's just like, but yeah, I, take her away, guys. I want to hear this, this shot because they're talking. You can't hear it, but he must be like, yeah, it's, I don't know. I don't Oh, great. Yeah, okay. Yeah, keep talking. Keep talking. Yeah. Science. <laughs> She's talking about things Science. she can't understand. Her her brain is female. Come, come get her. She menstruates. Small talk, small talk, small talk. Police. She screams. Get that bitch. Go, her, you old. They throw her in this car. Look at this. There it is. Get in there, bitch. <laughs> Sorry, mister, for... Like he's in the back seat with her, holding her down. <laughs> yes. And the cop's like, I'm up. so sorry to deal with a female tonight. All right, so, I gotta, so we got to go. I'm sorry she said science and had said something about parallel. Yeah, we'll take care of this. She, if we, she keeps talking in the back seat, she'll corrupt our minds. She's a woman. She's a witch. She'll, we'll she'll, have her mm, you know. brownies in no time. We have to break her. Sir, I guarantee this lady will be back to your house and make you yes. dinner before you get home. That's not my yes, wife. You, she will blow oh, you sir. the jacuzzi. Why did you call a... Oh, I'm so sorry to deal with someone else's woman. Oh, my God. It's oh, awesome. my... Oh, man. Oh. Here's $50, sir. This is... Yeah, yeah this is from right, from me. Okay, we're going to make this right. You'll be fine, sir. Look at these doors in the bus station, though. What? Look at that backdrop. It's, like, obviously, like, five separate panels put together yeah. Oh, yeah. to make, like, a... Uh, a, a wooded or a, a field or something in the background. But like, can you imagine the security of a bus station with those doors? Like, oh yeah. Oh here, oh, and I push it up on my arm. Okay, we're inside Whoops. now. <laughs> oh man, this episode is great though. It's a good episode. It's very good. Oh, I have yeah. a question. Right after this, let me. Um, I won't show it because I don't want to get shut off. He slowly walks inside. My question is, when he gets back inside, I want to know what is in this vending machine. Oh my god, it takes forever. <sighs> there we go. 21.48 is my timestamp, so two more seconds. There it is. Hot food. What oh, wow. the holy shit is in a hot food vending machine? Oh, you got something filled with preservatives and a hot lamp with, with, a, with a hot bulb above it that keeps it warm. It's probably what killed half of the population in 1955. This one's got a smiley face on it. Of course it does. <laughs> but like, it must be like Salisbury steak, Salisbury steak with mushrooms, 
Salisbury steak with more steak. Salisbury, double Salisbury steak. You know what I mean? Like, what wow. the fuck else is in there? Salisbury steak and eggs. And potatoes. Like, it's Powder, powdered eggs. With, God uh, damn. With sliced potatoes on top. But I've never seen a hot food vending machine in my life. Never. No. I've like seen that. a hot coffee. Yeah. And just knowing how bad the coffee is in those, I can't imagine how bad the food would be. Holy shit. I gave it an eight. I love it. Oh, that's an eight. Yeah, it's definitely a solid eight. Absolutely. Yeah. This is, like I said, quintessential Twilight Zone episode. It's got Vera Miles and set, like really established actors who went on to bigger things. And, you know, you have this guy. And, yeah, it's a, it's a go-to classic. Yeah, can't go wrong with it. Um, is there anything else you can think of that we need to discuss? Because after this, we're done with it. Like, it, it goes to the vault forever. It's just a, it's a really good episode, and I love the way it's shot, and I love how simple yeah. the, the train station is, even though it wouldn't, yeah. like, reality doesn't exist here. <laughs> like, right, yeah. Well, that's why I almost thought this was, was like, the this was like one of those way stations in between worlds where people just kind of find themselves, they don't know where they're going. They did set it up while he goes, the car skidded off the tracks there, the bus. Right, yeah. And you think they're dead, but... I don't know. Right. They don't really go into detail on that, and it almost no. doesn't matter. Yeah. You feel like that's probably part of it, and then they're dead, and then they're getting replaced. Like right. may- Maybe they're in the wrong reality, but the point is you never know, and it doesn't really matter. Right, yeah. And the reveal is fine for me. I don't, I don't know what the goal is of the people replacing them, because she's going away. What's it going to do out here? You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know what the goal is, but no. All right, I guess we're done. Well, it's just it's basically the the moral of the story: don't let women talk about science. Yeah, they they shouldn't do that at all. Just no, all. just say no next oh, time. Oh, the Patrick are gonna come for you. Get out of here! <laughs> oh, get out of here, you crazy cunt! Oh yeah, shit! What about beat you with my baton? You are, are you still talking, miss? <laughs> oh, laddie, get in the bit in the paddy wagon. Get out of here! Oh, hold you on. You didn't read. Hit you her with the club read. again. Hit her with the club again, Seamus. She's still talking. I'm telling you, I've read an article in the magazine. Oh, no, no, you don't. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, Patrick, she said she read. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny, miss. But seriously, women doing comedy must be arrested. Get in the baggy wagon. Get in there. Did you, did you read that joke on the back of your husband's vodka bottle before he slapped you? <laughs> oh, what must have happened, Patrick, was he threw the bottle at her. She licked it off the wall. Yep. And and the delusions and the science set in. <laughs> delusions of science. Delusions of science. Delusions. That's a absolute Vera man. Miles, ladies and absolute gentlemen. Absolute man. Vera Miles. Yes. Oh well, yeah, that's a good one. It and was. Frank wasn't around to talk about it because this is his wheelhouse. He knows all about the. The Twilight Zone shit sometimes, the backstories. Yeah, sometimes. Whatever. Well, but. You know, Zinni reads in that book over there that I also have. Oh, the Twilight Zone book? Yeah. It was written by, what's his name? That one is not Martin Graham's. That one is. Mark Scott Zickery. I knew that off the top of my head, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember that one. No. It's a good Jesus. book. Like, nothing against it. I'm just saying. That's what Frank yeah. knows. 
Frank, you're not here, so we get to talk shit about you. In fact, last fuck you, Frank. We're going to go out on this. Until next time, and in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. Dick, dick, dick. Frank, Jesus! Can't you ever shut up? That music. Frank, why don't you uh, just go away? Leave me alone. That music is almost the McGinty music from that. the one, uh, the Red Letter Media show where he killed his yes. sister gets killed <laughs> yeah. and he's in love with his sister for some reason. He has a prostitute do plastic surgery to be his sister. Yeah, looks like his sister. Yeah, it's yeah. fucking weird. But that music plays. It sounds the exact same music. Let's play it again. I want you to fuck me, Larry. Oh, shit. Oh, wait, wrong one. Sorry, wrong clip. Let's do this one instead. Uh, here's the Frank, don't you ever shut up. It's a bomb! He's got a bomb! Shit. It's been a while since no. on that one. Sorry. Um, yeah, let's just get out of here. It's a perfectly whimsical ending to the show. Bye.